Welcome to Trap Talk. On this episode, we waste no time going straight in talking about breaking family cycles, family inheritance, and a whole gang of other subjects. Tune in. In them 70, 80 years through all that hard work, they did manage to acquire some change. They did have some land. Granny and grandma, they did have a house. So when they die, you know, them children. And a lot of times, these are aunties, these are uncles. Mm -hmm. And so you get families, man, that split apart when grandma died right, right. because the estate is up. Right. This person mad because this person got more money. Right, or right. This man. person didn't get nothing. Yeah, man. And so now you got 60-year-old, 70, almost 70-year-old men instead of them saying, I'm going to leave my sons and daughters this, they fighting over what somebody going to leave them. So if you fighting that hard yeah, over yeah. what somebody going to leave you, it's obvious you're not going to have shit to leave or you have not acquired shit to leave in the time you've been on the planet. You know, that's a beautiful thing in that struggle, though, because when you get further north and get in the inner cities, ain't a lot of property ownership. Mm -hmm. So they fight over, like, bank accounts mm -hmm. and jewelry, which is yeah. money and jewelry, which, yeah, it got some value to it, but it ain't nothing like down in the south where you can be like, yeah, 30 they got 100. 100 acres. Come on. I mean, and, and then... build a highway through there and they got to go through the Maybe one day, but if you don't keep it and stop all that bickering and you just keep and take care of what you're supposed to do with your taxes, I take, I tell you, you got it, but I, that's still man shit. I was about to say, I'll tell you a prime example of, uh, it's actually, it goes on in my family. When my great granny died, I was uh, incarcerated at the time. And so, um, you know, she has land. It was probably one, two, three houses on this land. She uh -huh. had three to four houses, a bunch of acres. Right. You know what I mean? And um, one side of the family felt the type of way and and I think it's six grandkids from one daughter, and mm -hmm. then it's six great grandkids from another daughter. Right, right. And so just getting on the common ground is way past the point. Like we used to probably meet up down there probably every holiday for you know Thanksgivings and Christmases or whatever holiday my you know my granny birthday whatever. Shit ain't like that no more. I. Man, I couldn't tell you the last time I said. But he said, but it's a struggle now with all them involved. And see, unfortunately, that's where I come into play a lot of times with families at the point now where they just like, we got to sell it to this developer because if we don't, they're going to take it for taxes and they're going to win. We might as well get some money. Then they have to start doing these quick claim deeds. Yeah. And people are like, oh, I ain't going to settle for that. I ain't going to sign. But they didn't pay no, no taxes. Man, you know how many shit It was only like, like dude paying taxes and everybody feel like they get equal parts. But the point is, is that where is the code? Yeah. Where, where are the you men that say, hey, look, look, you shut the, you know what I'm saying? Bobby, you was in prison. Ten years, you never paid taxes. You gonna get X, right? And Robert, who uh, or Bar, who was paying all the taxes, he gonna get X times five, and then everything else in the middle is split. Mm -hmm. You, I seen it happen. That was the best way I seen it happen with a very influential black family. Mm -hmm. Is that they when they settled, they all settled, but they understood that the person that took that money, they got the double portion. Thanks. What's crazy about it and how it just hit hit home and resonated, I think we lost somewhere between 70 to 100 acres in Marshall because of... To taxes? To taxes. Yeah. And I think, like, the uh, the actual land that my grandma stayed Shoot. on now, uh, down by the Henderson High School, like... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, C.A. Were you sure it was taxes and not necessarily... The land sharks coming and taking it? The documents of her and her sister having it was so... Somebody she, took it. Let me and tell she you. didn't will it to hey, none of the kids. Them folks will go and take it, of course, man. Of course, of course. They'll let their friends and, and their business partners just take, you know, 20 acres here out this mm. corner. Yeah, but and nobody coming out here to check it. Right. They, move, they right. move in that state mm. over... Oh, next thing you know, you got all you got is enough land to fart on. Yeah, we got between seventy and a hundred in Marshall, just behind 
when I when I was doing my due diligence on it and doing a little research on it, it was basically they were saying like my great grandmother did have a uh, signature. Her name was changed, and it wasn't documents saying that who she wielded to and a bunch of watch. Yeah, so yeah. now, now with the uh, laying now is basically to the point to where okay, none of the kids have came to agreement to how they want to do the land. So somebody pay the taxes this month. Somebody pay the taxes. That way they can be like, hey, I, I was still paying taxes on it. You know, you thought it wouldn't. But, but here's, to, here's to the bigger point, though. Mm-hmm. You got to have somebody step up to say, hey, look, this is how, this is how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And there go, when you keep having them problems, ain't nobody being a man about it. Thanks. So it's somebody got to step up and be a man about it and say, hey, look, all y'all, you know, I know y'all got what y'all in your mind, but this is the way it's going to go. Yeah. I think that's how, how that's going to take place is you have to have a, 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 a timeline of you being that man. Like you have to, like, well, you got to show and prove. You have man. to show and prove over right, a period right. of time right. that I have been taking care of my business right. since y'all knew, since we got grown. Yeah. yeah. And even yeah. if I if I didn't take care of my business at some point in time, you seen me fall back on and get back on and get everything back straight, showing that I can handle adversity. So when it's time to make some big decisions, y'all can count on me. Right. But a lot of the men, like I said, a lot of the brothers, man, we don't have no bread at the end of the day. And if a nigga fucked up, who gonna follow a nigga fucked up? I... I Yes. Really? But then there's another percentage of them, uh-huh. right? It's a percentage. I ain't saying it's all of them. I'm saying it's a percentage of them that don't invest wisely when they get a little money. I mean, you can say you invest, but one of the biggest ways you can see if a man really on the square is that he says, hey, man, all we needed was $1,000 because four of us was going to go in and get this property and we know that they finna make this Loop 49 from Tyler go through here and it's $4,000 for this little strip of property. You can't come up with, with a grand for you and your partners. You don't have that liquid. But yet you got 10, 12 pairs of J's in the closet and you got some Yeezys and you may even have a couple pair of Gucci shoes mm-hmm. in there. And you saying you can't come up with a thousand on an investment that you will probably make ten thousand on? Look, hold that thought. Because we talk, we're gonna we're gonna dip back into the relationship aspect of the game, but what you just said leads into a great question that we had uh for a t- uh for a topic. Right. Shout out to my boy K Walk. He hit us and say, man. In particular, in the East Texas. You say, speak on boys in East Texas getting money, but the hard part is investing in something right to make more and more, or even maintaining to stack it. Spot on what we're talking about. Absolutely. You can, hey man, listen. I, I remember uh, one time I was down a little bit, and my game wasn't rolling like it was <coughs> something that happened with with one of the the main people and so I had to scratch, right? So one of my partners gave me all of his shoes because he was moving. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about 30 pair. And we're talking about 95. These are all, you know, top of the line Air Maxes. And I was giving cats pairs of these because they were like a size 10, mm-hmm. 11. I think it was 10, 11. A size everybody wore, right? And then I said, damn. I'm not giving these. Hmm. I got 22 more pair left. Man, fifty dollars a piece. That's a band. Quick band. Easy and a couple band. of them I stung for a C note. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I came out. You know what I'm saying? And I needed that little boost. Right. And the way I invested it turned that a thousand into eight grand. Mm. So you see what I'm saying? It's almost like them, them, um, them shows what they call like the barter. Them guys will take like this, this little device right here we got right here, and it's worth like two dollars, and they'll trade it to somebody, and they'll get something worth twenty dollars, mm-hmm. and then they'll trade that for something worth two hundred, mm-hmm. and you just keep. It's like flipping. 
Right. But you, you, there's ways you can do it, even in business. You can invest a little bit in this, knowing that your ultimate goal is to get into that. I tell you um, something as of late that I've been on that um, me and Ball got on definitely was the uh, cryptocurrency, the whole Bitcoin, the whole movement of uh, stocks, penny stocks. You know what I mean? But Just, the Bitcoin? Yeah. Listen, I told everybody, I bought Bitcoin today. Bitcoin was it, down to 6600 Exactly. I bought some today. I, I, I periodically check it on my Robin Hood. If you don't know what Robin Hood is, holler at me. You know with it. But, but, but do you know what happened to the Bitcoin founder? No, nah, I don't. Well, you hey, know why it went down, right? No. Okay, so he stole $136 million of investors' money and supposedly went to some country and died. And now they're trying to get his body exhumed because they don't believe he's in the grave. They believe he faked his death. I, I would too. I fell off a boat. You can never find that body. I'm on this the Bitcoin founder. This is, this is news right hey, now. Hey, listen. I read it sometime this week. I didn't know you invested in it. But I read it in my little morning news thing when I'm looking at investment stuff. It's like, yeah, it was a story. I wish somebody got their phone. You could look it up. But Bitcoin investor uh, uh, fake death. Man, I'm looking at the Bitcoin today. I'm like, man, this shit is dry. I see him put it on the staff. I ain't like, man, let me go. Let me go buy me a little Bitcoin today. I ain't bought nothing. Look up. Look up. Look up. Bitcoin. I ain't bought nothing today. I was about to get a half of a Bitcoin one time. This is about four years ago. I had some the other day when I done a transaction where I won on the site and I got it converted to Bitcoin. And converted it into cash. Are you saying it's sixty six hundred of Bitcoin? Now? Yeah. You know that joint was like thirty four thousand. No, I didn't get that high. No. It got. It no, I think the highest it got was about maybe 13? 18, 19. 19. Okay, thirteen maybe. Um, it was thirteen when um it was thirteen a couple years ago when I was about to invest, and they said it was about to get a half one. I'm glad you did at that point in time. Man, but listen though. I never, I, after a while, I started wearing and I didn't invest. Yeah. So I don't know if I did good or not. But if you, you getting it? I'm, I'm trying to see drowning. the same death. Yeah. Nah. That, that, that article, I read it here recently. I don't know if it was today or yesterday or something. It says his body should be in, exhumed and. What, yeah, but did it say something about that money he stole? It was over a hundred million. Florida uh-huh. Seek user of bankrupt crypto firm Seek. You see that? Bankrupt. The bankrupt one. Oh, right here. Yeah, yeah. See the full level now. One hundred thirty-five. He was thirty-year-old yeah. founder, man. This yeah. is the dude who made yeah, it. Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> I know. Wow. I said the same thing. He's supposed to be dead. Gerald Cotton is somewhere right now on an island of his own. <laughs> he died. How much was it? 135? He was the only person who had the password to the digital wallets containing 100. Wait a minute. I need my money back from Big Wheel. He's the only person with the password, ah, man. Ah, Wait a minute, everybody. Stop. Hey. You, know, you know how your password got to be, right? On Bitcoin, it's different words. Yeah. And, you never can get them again, and yeah. if you lose them, and you know you fuck because you never get a, a return. Of, I mean, an yeah, actual key. Yeah, you can't get it. Damn. And guess who got the keys to the game? And he died. Let me see how much is and, in my Bitcoin account right hey, now. Man, that's cold blood. I'm just saying, bro. That looked good to me, and I had people telling me about it. But I was like, uh, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna go all out. And I remember. That I was gonna get half of a Bitcoin. And I said, Well, if you, you know, because they was trying to just sell you like like a thousand dollars worth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, No, if I'm gonna invest, I'm gonna go all in to see if I can double my money. And it rose from that 13, like you said, up to like 18, 19. They said it was gonna bubble yep. and go to like 34. Well, I think that's got where it. I got that 34 from. It was gonna bubble into that 34. And I said, Hmm, for half a Bitcoin. 
it's going to be worth four Bitcoin if they go like they say it's going to go. Do you mind uh, putting some cranberry Shoot, juice in there, forward. please? I ain't but I wanna, so just November the 29th, it was at mm -hmm. 78. And then today, she just said 73. I mean, yeah, I bought some today at 66. But it's, I want to oh, go back. 66? 66. Yeah. I want to go back to and, go and back right to, now. Uh, at the actual time, maybe about, maybe it'll be all right. I'm hoping it'll be all right. Y'all got investments in it. I want to say this though about you know what I'm saying. Before you can make an investment, you have to have doing this podcast, bro. Tune in on the YouTube. I'm gonna hit you back when it's over though. And there goes our first. <laughs> but I want to say about to be able to invest, and you got to have a certain amount of capital, or you got to have a certain amount of money that you can take care of your bills, your day-to-day -day life, and some money that you can afford to lose. You got to, an investment is a risk. So I think people, a lot of people can't even get to that point because of poor money management. You know what I'm saying? And that's something they don't teach in school, and that's something that as a 40-year-old man, it took me over 35, 36 years, which I feel is a long time, to really grasp that concept of being able to really touch some, some money, lose it all, figure out, okay, where I went wrong with it, get it back, do it, lose it again, then get it back again, and to be able to manage money. Because like I say, it don't matter if, like I say, I know people that done worked in the oil field, these people done made over a hundred grand in a year and still broke. So it's it's not how much you make, it's how well you manage your money. You know what I'm saying? If you making five uh, five grand a month, but you got spending habits of splurging and buying shit that, that, that can't make you no money, right, right. then you're not going to never have no money to invest with. You're going to be steadily just trying to, you know what I'm saying, Get by or keep up with niggas. Barely making it. Yeah, Barely yeah. making it because you don't have money management. So that's why I think something that we need to teach, you know what I'm saying, is we got to have some financial literacy. I, man, listen, one of the biggest things that we can do, just so people can understand this, is live below your means. Get ugly. I like to call it getting ugly. Thanks. Yeah. It's like, okay, if you can't afford to go to Ruth Chris every night mm -hmm. and you still got to go out, maybe you choose um, Ralph and Kekus. Yeah, I mean, It's not about saying you cut yourself off and you starve, but you got to do a little bit less. I think it was uh, T.I. was mentioned this and so did L.L. He mentioned it too. He said, I'm going to be good if they ever do something I don't want because I'm going to take my ball and go home. He said it just like that. Mm. He said, I'm going to be good. I'm, I set it up where I'm good. You don't hear about a lot of these casters doing well with their money, buying a $30 million mansion. You know, I was talking to uh, somebody who was a billionaire Come on. that had a, a little clip, and he was talking about, look, I don't own a home. He said, what do I look like buying a house? Billionaire talking now. He said, I know y'all talking about real estate, but why would I buy a house that I'm not even going to be in because I travel? Come on, man. I say he this said, shit all the time. He said, he said, I'd rather just rent a place for a little while. Come on. I'm, I'm worth more money. He said, but what I've learned even more is, is that when I'm going places, I'm not just going to rent a place like a condo. I'm just going to buy the building and then lease the place from myself Big and get time. the write-off. Big money and talk. pay cheap rent yeah. because I'm in all these different places on the on the entire planet. Yeah, when sense. you got a certain kind of money, you got to do business everywhere. So even if you just doing a little business here in the states, let's say you live here in Longview, but a lot of your business is in Dallas, it behooves you to have a little place that you can go so that you're not paying hotel, mm -hmm. but yeah. like a place that's like an Airbnb. Yeah, yeah you own it. But the time you ain't there, you it's make rented money. out. You, you making, making money. money with it. So I'm just going to stay in the Airbnb this week because I know I set it up where it can't be. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I got some people that take care of it, that manage it. And you do that all over the South, wherever you go. You got a, a property. Mm -hmm. You got an investment. 
And when you come into town, you can write off the same amount as if you paid it. If it's $400 a night, you say that, and you write it off as a business trip. And, and You're paying yourself. And that goes to what, what homie asked. That's the perfect way to get into using your money that you gain is to get your Airbnb. Well, yeah. name the three things that, that all of it is. It's a, you said it's a property. It's a... It's an investment. Uh-huh. First of all. And, yeah, it's, an and it's a tax write-off. And a write-off. See what I'm saying? And I mean, because when you pay your own... Okay, when you go to a place you own, mm-hmm. and you say, I'm going to stay there a week, and you know that the week's rent is, uh, or the week's whatever, lease per day is 400 so let's say you're 20, 2200 right? Mm-hmm. You wrote off 2200 because you had to pay to, to stay, stay in, there. in your own place. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. Hey, I need, yeah, the taxis are coming around. I need, we're going to discuss that off in the camera, though. But <laughs> in the press box meeting, we go, I need some tax right off. Hey, 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 they talking real aspect. Professionally. It's, it's no hustle. It's just how it is. It's trap it's what the It's what the white folks been doing. It's the game they've been playing, using these. And black folks who know the game, but they don't want to talk tell. about it. They ain't going to tell you. But shoot, I'll tell you, because I hope everybody gets it. If I know something, this is what I was taught. It said, most people get all they can, can all they get, and then sit on the can. Mm. Yeah, I, I heard don't believe that's in cold. sitting I on heard, the can. I nah, heard nah. You heard that before, right? I heard that. Yeah? I heard that. I feel like that's an easy way to limit your blessings. That's right. The, word, the, the universe is abundant. Like it's it's not a lack of nothing unless you have that mentality. And sitting on that damn can will keep you just right there on your can, worrying about somebody else coming and get it, and you missing out on everything that you could possibly get. That's why you blessed right now, and you about to give me this game. But the way y'all running this game right here is this is a hot commodity. You can make money if people are interested in what you're talking about over some kind of social media like YouTube. Uh, Instagram or Facebook. If people catch the bug, you can go from two hundred to two thousand mm-hmm. to twenty thousand to two hundred thousand and start getting paid just, just for your content because people yeah. want to put their commercials on your spot. Thanks. And you get paid from doing this. So how come if you so damn interested, huh. you ain't doing something to expose yourself? Hmm. Because if you're really all that big where you are, then you should be that big everywhere you go. Thanks. What you scared of New York for? Oh, man. Because they got a bunch of tall buildings. Oh, man. You, I'm telling you, niggas is the same anywhere you go on the planet. Hey, man, I hey. feel something speaking to me. that I just feel like you saying that we should take the press box off the road, even though we, we moved to a, a location from Houston to our own town. But I feel like we should do more and get out there and do some, you know, some live interviews, some shit. And we got some shit coming up, yeah. man, that, that I feel like we're going to touch on. And, and I take everything you say as in, like I say, you know, to me, you know what I mean? I use it for my own personal gain, you know what I mean? So I hope everybody that be tuning in do the same. Like, I use everything we talk about and I apply that to my daily life. You know what I mean? Whether it's it's, I need to get my ass on the bar, I need to step up, I need to be more of a black man that we want to see. If I can be more of him, then maybe I can rub that off on the next dude or however it goes. Maybe. You know what I mean? But I definitely apply it in Man, I just feel like you feel, you know, you talking. Yeah, we got some shit coming up, man. I think we, we can't, we can't downplay the influence we have on others when we walking in the light that we supposed to be walking in. Yeah. You don't have to say shit if your actions reflect what you're doing or where you're going or what right. you or, or, or where you come from. Right. You don't have to explain the shit to nobody because uh, light attracts light. You dig what I'm saying? So if, if you are taking care of your business and people are watching yeah. they, they they quick to talk about the bad shit uh, before they say something good and I think that's just, that's just because the way we've been conditioned right, in, right. In, a, in, a, in, a, in a place of self-hatred. Confrontation. Yeah. It's yeah. always confrontation. 
keeping us at it. Hey, hey, I remember you. Uh, I was just, I know this is kind of rap, but you posted something on Twitter that said, uh, stay away from people that uh, that say you starting an argument when you speak in your mind. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. That was That's cold, uh, man. That was yeah. just some cold shit, man. People uh, don't want to be held accountable for their own actions. So when you bring it to them, instead of them hearing what you have to say, all they hear is an argument in the making. You know what I'm saying? People don't want to be held accountable, man. And that's, and that's, I think that's, that's what, what it takes to succeed. That's though. It. Dude, it, I tell my kids, my daughter is listening right now on Instagram. Yeah. And her is my witness. I get on her, I get on my middle daughter, and I get on my son's ass. Every day about accountability, mm, mm. and um, we was talking on the way to the crib today from the school, and I was telling her I was like, you know, you should take it coming from me, being love, because yeah. I was the first man to love you, as opposed to somebody else. When it comes to your feelings, nobody give a damn about Not your that. feelings. No. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna have to hurt Jerry every now and then just to condition just so you for the real world. That's I'm, what I told him. Today. I'm gonna have to hurt your feelings, and you know, after you hurt Kaylee, you better <laughs> comment that we talked about that shit. Yeah. Uh, on the way to the crib today, did we? Look, not? Sometimes I do that, like for real, like even though when it's not this, I just boom. I, it's rough out here in the real world. I need you to be ready and prepared to handle everything. If you can handle it from me. When you know I love you, right, more than anything on the planet. So when when you face this in the real world, it'll roll off your shoulders, man. I, I you don't give a damn about me, man. This, man, this some shit about my feelings. I didn't learn till I was forty two. No, no, forty one. I'm forty two now. Thanks. It took me till last year around this time to really get in touch to learn with that my feelings yeah. really ain't that important. Listen, nobody, I had one but, of my, one of my nobody partners, but who? Nobody but me. That's it. One of my partners was telling me a story. He was talking about what his mama told him. His mama told him, fuck your feelings. Yeah. His mama said, hey man, fuck your feelings. Right. And, and the more I thought about it, and this was probably oh, three, man. four years ago, and I'm like, you know what? That's a that's a good uh way to take on the world because I don't have control over your feelings, right? You do. You, you do. do. I may be trying to get big up you, and you may be in a pissed off mood, and you hear it the wrong way, and you and you now you pissed off. But I was only trying to give you some encouragement, but you took it wrong. So at yeah. the end of the day, it's fuck your feelings. If I gotta tell you something that I know. That you don't want to hear, that you might be mad at me. But you need to hear, and ain't nobody is gonna tell you because no. you got all this bread, or right. you looking out for all these cats. They dick pulling. Screw, I hate that. I know baby girl listening. No, no, she, they jocking so hard. Yeah, yeah, they not gonna tell you when you're wrong. Yes, me, but somebody got to step up and say, "Say, bro, that's foul, man. I, right, I, you my partner." But you can't do for you can't treat that man and just wash your car like that, man. Yeah. Right, right. And I, I just look at people the way uh, we treat one another is like you you are gonna ever possibly need their assistance again in your life. Hmm. I mean, you really can't trust anybody else. You might, you know. I hear people say, you know, when we talk about, you know, I don't trust certain. Uh, white folks, I don't trust certain black folks, and then they always harp about that thing where they don't trust their own people as much as they trust other people. Man. And I think of how crazy that is. Because we all got we all got messed up folks, right? But I ain't never heard nobody Asian say that, right? I ain't never heard nobody Mexican say that. And I'm looking at all these groups that know how to come together and how the dollars rotate in their communities way more than it does in our own communities. Is because one thing you said earlier, how we built on that confrontational thing, uh, how they conditioned us over multiple, what, centuries? 
multiple centuries, you just condition folks. Yeah. It's hard to get out. It's in your DNA. So that's, why that's why it's hard back to, you know, not to get too far from what, because we come with a lot of meat and potatoes, you know what I mean? So we don't want you to be like, dang, we was talking about. But that's why it's so hard to invest in for people in the black males in the East Texas area that have a little money because of these simple things that we're talking about. You know what I mean? It's, it's a bunch of branches off of a dang, why can't the money turn over with coming from me, the black person, who, however, wherever it came from, however I got it. I'm trying to do this with it now at this point in my life. I'm trying to turn it over. I'm trying to make it better or whatever, however I want to go. Why can't I be successful with that and doing that and bring, you know, and somebody that's showing example, why is it not working for us? And I think you're definitely touching on it. You know what I mean? I just want to. Yeah, yeah. Ain't got no control over that. Nah. We be trying, don't we? (laughs) Man, we got to trust each other, man, more. And we got to love each other, man. I know that shit sounds cliche, man, but, you know, that's the reason why the Asians can prosper and come in and take over three corner stores and have a donut shop in the gas station. That's why the Mexicans can come into the country and they can sit in one house and everybody stay in this house until everybody move out. Until everybody move out and get down. It's a a sacrifice. And they wait until the next four or five families can move in. Because they're going to move right in there and do the same, same thing. Cycle, but they're going to all leave at the same time. They all got $20,000, $30,000 down payments. If they don't just go ahead and spend the thirty forty, dollars I see them spend thirty forty dollars on their own crib and then spend another thirty dollars fixing it up, making the place worth ninety five. dollars Listen, let me tell y'all something. This is, I'm going to tell you something. This happened today, too. It happened last night today. We're talking about how brothers in East Texas can make money. I was sitting there. I do closings, right? Y'all threw credit to my business at the top of the show. Thank you kindly. I say the credit goes to the press box is the person that really, the the entity that really supports this show more than anybody. So big ups to yourself on that. Thank you, brother. Thank you. you, But listen, I looked at some paperwork last night and today. Listen to me. $145,000 $145,000 house, which is a reasonably priced house, mm-hmm. bought in a neighborhood in Longview off of East Hawkins Parkway, West Hawkins Parkway. The north. Right. West Hawkins Parkway in between Hawkins and the Loop on the golf course. They are across from Best Buy mm-hmm. and Office Depot over there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a golf course right there. Right. Right behind that golf course are houses. Right. Mm-hmm. $145,000 purchase price with an additional $20,000 to do repairs. House, $145,000. Repairs, If I'm not mistaken, that's pretty low for that area. Listen, the appraisal was two seventy. I know I ain't tripping. Okay, <laughs> that's low as shit. I said when y'all signed these papers today, y'all know y'all gonna have over a hundred thousand in equity, and then you're gonna spend this twenty grand to do improvements, probably to the kitchen, right? Yes. You 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 gonna do the kitchen? You are gonna do the bathrooms? You 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 gonna make it no? It's gonna be worth no less than three hundred k. Yeah. In three months, and you spent only one forty five, one sixty six with the loan. Okay. Yeah. But you know they could dump that equity back into that, get that back, write it off, do refinance, and that money goes right back into their loan. But it knocks off that thirty thousand if they were smart using the equity in it. You just play with your own money. You can play with your own money if you know about your house. Mm. So they got a house that's going to be worth three hundred thousand by probably Valentine's Day. That they're going to only be paying in a couple of years one hundred and forty-five thousand back oh. with an under three percent interest rate. They're going to make a killing if they ever sell that house. Man, 
Man. If they sell the house next by next fall, you make a hundred and twenty five hundred thirty. Damn, that's still double up. Because you know you gotta pay the relative. Yeah. But you know you make a hundred twenty, hundred thirty. That's great. In, in a year. That's great. Let me say this, man. That's great. Because back to what we're talking about investments and people knowing what to do with their money. You have to associate yourself with people that have a, a different skill set or more knowledge than you have. Because if you only if you in the hood with a, a foods or, or selling clothes or whatever you're doing, then you may not know about real estate. Or you may not know what well, damn man, you know what? I made seventy five thousand, I got seventy five grand put up. I don't know what to do with it. I'm gonna end up spending this shit or tricking it off because I don't know anybody that can direct me to make a wise investment. We got to seek these people out. Go ahead, man. What I'm talking about with these numbers are just things that happen today. But if you sitting on a house that it, doesn't, it may not have been well taken care of, and I'm talking to a certain element here now, you you, you, you got like a $25,000 house in the hood, and mostly you use it to conduct business. But you know conducting business is getting a little tough. Things work in different ways. Yeah. And trust levels drop. But you're still sitting on a twenty thousand dollars. Let's say you got twenty grand stashed up. You put eight grand into the house into Come the on. house that you got at the low because it was raggedy. And bring it up. Stop letting folks walk in your house with their shoes on. Come on now, come on, and, man. And then, and then you start taking care of keeping them clean. Uh, sooner or later, somebody gonna come in there and they gonna be like, "Dang, this is nice, man. You wanna sell this? Just in the just, just right there." Ain't that the same and way they do a car when you fix it up? Ain't, ain't nobody gotta know but y'all in the state of Texas. Same thing with a car. That's how people do. Once you fix this shit up, hey, what you want for this? Right. Don't nobody know what you actually pay for when you go down there. Hey, what what kind of car is it? Oh, it's a '64 Chevy. They were like, "Yeah, okay." They don't know that you got. You can write the title. On it you can write on the title. You saw this car. You can write on the title. You sold for seven hundred fifty dollars. Exactly. That's all they know. That's all they know. That's the beautiful thing about commerce in Texas. That's what I'm telling you. With this house, you you when you do that deed, you people be putting ten dollars on. It. Look, when I just got through saying a minute ago, uh-huh. you may have some some money, or you may want to make an investment. But you really don't know. I'm talking about myself as well. I'm not talking to y'all. I'm talking to us as one. Because, like, the brother is just giving me some game, really. Not not only on real estate, but just business, tax write-offs in general. This is information that we need to know. We need to, like, the brothers, man, that asking the questions, that want to know what to do with their money, investment. We need to have a roundtable discussion of people who own businesses like yourself, people who do or around people with money that's making these kind of moves so yeah. we can give each other advice, give each other pointers, yeah. so we can sit down and say, uh, bring a realtor in and, and tell them to bring five properties and, on the printout so we can sit down and say, which one is the hey, best Can we all afford yeah. to put two or three thousand down and buy this? Check this out. Use the CA's example. Let's say him and his cousins or whoever that have this land. Mm-hmm. And let's say after they took it, you still got 100 acres. You form a trust, which is basically a business, amongst all those living that have interest in that whole acres left, right? And then you got trees on part of it, right? Yeah. And you sell the trees as a trust. Well, it's a business that'll be conducting business with businesses, mm. right? Everybody gets to eat instead of paying taxes. You selling parts of it to make money. It was property in Wasco. Because you said, did you say Harrison? Said Marshall, County? Marshall. You yeah. said Harrison County, County, right? Yeah. Right? You said Harrison. Yeah, yeah. Right. Did you know in Wasco, it was a white boy, Minaturia, that's his last name, has a business out there, had some land, right? He paid a couple grand for it. Come to find out, Ellis Pottery, the pottery company yeah. in Marshall that does the pottery, the pottery company in Marshall, mm-hmm. they wanted that they wanted that clay that he had. Mm-hmm. These folks came in, 
paid him X amount of dollars per yard of this clay. He orchestrated a deal that they would in turn build him a lake with the hole that they dug it out of. And, you know, full lake stuff, you know, the aeration, everything, the runoff, and then they end up building them two lakes. <laughs> and, right, they built the lake, and he got paid. So you never know what you can invest in with the property you have in Harrison County mm. just for your dirt. Yeah. And then you say, you know what, okay, it's $3 you was going to pay me, pay me two fifty, and then build my lake. You still make money. They still build on yours. Everybody gets to eat. Yeah. And when you get when you get square yards of this clay, we ain't talking about no hundred. They get, they got dude. They got like two hundred and fifty thousand square yards of clay. Dang, they got bang. And you get multiple dollars, not a whole bunch of dollars, but two three dollars off of each yard. Let them work. Ooh. And then they build you late. Yeah. So you you what I'm saying is, is instead of y'all worried about if somebody's trying to sell it, don't even bring up the part of selling land. Just say you're gonna all invest in this one corporation, this one trust, and then y'all make money. If you got a hundred acres, you got a lot of trees that can be used. Fact. You got some areas on there that maybe a developer is interested in, and you work off a lease deal. Like yeah, we'll let you have it. You know, it'll be X amount up front, but then you got to pay us when you build these houses on here so much per house that you build, and, and that's just in the deed. And you make money, and you never sell it. You just lease it. Part of it. it that's working with just a little bit of money, bro. I don't care if you got a thousand, you got one stack, or you can't got a big, um, what you call it, uh, when you get money? Inheritance. Right? You got a big inheritance. It's what you do with it. You can't go and buy no car no. and then go buy clothes and then you got 20, you got 15, 20 grand left. Shoot, you know, times get rough. Hey man, uh, if you would turn your Bibles, ah! turn your Bibles to the book of Hosea, <laughs> chapter 4 and verse number 6. <laughs> Read. My people. <laughs> My people are destroyed yeah. from lack of knowledge. knowledge. End of the verse. End of the Bible study for the night. That's it. My people suffer from lack of knowledge. If we knew better, we'll do better. So we have to, like my brother who asked the question on the snap, hey, bro. Maybe next time you should come and just sit in with us. Or maybe we should meet up on a Wednesday or a Friday or a Monday anywhere. Go sit down and have dinner. You know, yeah. million dollar deals are made over food. Yes, sir. You know. Man, we feed just the appetizer. That's it. So maybe we just need to sit down and congregate amongst each other and throw ideas off. Because, like I say, we fuck up. Me, I can't say. I'm going to talk about me. I have fucked out so much money on bullshit. Man. And when I look back, yeah. I say, well, you know what? I could have bought a lot over there off of North Van Buren. I could have bought a lot right there on Jenkins Lane for twelve hundred dollars. And just and until I figure it out, just pay the tax on it. But it's mine. It's mine. So a a a a a lot. We have to begin to we can't be scared to Lose money, right? Investing right. in something that we really want to do. Right, if you right. got a whole bunch of money, you done made from gambling, right? You done gambled up all this bread, right, right? And instead of you saying, you know what, I made me thirty thousand gambling last year. Let me go take five. Let me let me let me get with my fellas, invest yeah. twenty five hundred with these boys right, and right. buy us a, a property building. And yeah. let me take other 3000 and just buy me three lots across the town. Right. And see what that do. You know what I'm saying? Because at least now when I do that, I know I got to go to the courthouse. I got to start dealing with people that I haven't ever dealt with. So I'm going to be learning different shit. They're going to be telling me, well, you know, you got this land. You know, uh, you can put a garden on it and you have to pay tax. Or you can put a horse on it. And now you can call this this and the third. So right. we have to be, we can't be scared to take a chance in losing something. 
You know what I'm saying? When all we're going to do is fuck it off anyway or lose it the same way we got it. If it come fast, it go fast. We at least need to figure out a way. Like DJ said in the, in, the, in, the, in the chat, we need to start a mastermind group. Start a mastermind group where we can say, hey, man, we want to put some money into something. Well, we need to sit down and talk about what, what, what we're going to do with it. I literally have a mastermind group. And one of the one of the people that I um, why I ain't in this? Okay, go ahead, my bad. Well, I'm gonna tell you why. Why, why? I ain't in this shit? Well, why, why we ain't in it? Oh, I'm, gonna you, I'm gonna tell you because if you got aspirations and you need a mastermind, you got to have people that have been to where you want to go, done lost it, and then came back, and it was like okay. But one of the dudes. One of the dudes in his mastermind group, he uh, had a property he had, a, a business that was property he had purchased like for 400000 a few years back. Uh, he sold it. He sold his business for $350 million. Mmm. Mmm. Numbers on that. 350 million. And then had to spend 225 in legal fees to work out some other shit. And his brothers in your group? Yeah. I need to be in with I need to be in this group. Listen, listen. No, 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 no. It's not a group. You see, this is the thing is, this is not a group. Okay, well, pardon This me. is the mastermind. When you say mastermind, you get people together where you don't share what it is in the plan. You just get people together that are the mastermind for you. You're the only one that knows who these individuals are. They don't come together. Okay, okay. That's my mastermind. I got you. But then the mastermind he's talking about is more like a brain session where you all get together and come up with something together. A brain trust. But what I'm looking for, what I was looking for with this particular group was four individuals that I could go to and talk to at any given time to ask them questions. Mm -hmm. I had to go after people that know how to flip bread. Facts. From all different aspects. And that's all it is. is we all know somebody who done got rich. I don't care if they black or white or that, that has attained a high level of whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. What if somebody here knows that Matthew McConaughey do? From when he's coming into the yeah. What if they know him and they know somebody close and they can get to him and then they got some people that want to act and they're good? How come that can't be a connection for those two people? And then it's always an understanding that you helped set that up. That's what I do. Mm. You got to be the chef in the kitchen. It's manhood, though. That's right and, back to that. And you ain't got to always win right now. We're talking about investing. I'm, I like to invest in people. You know, this one boy, a great musician, helped him get this nice, fancy instrument. He was good. Got a nice, fancy instrument. Sent him off to college. Used the instrument or whatever. He's still a musician. One of the days, if he hit it, he gonna remember who you know, never right gave him the first instrument. You damn right. I be believing it. Hey, one day, it, all that's investment. Like, like, like. Uh, I see it on the, uh, the uh, Instagram. It say, uh, "Fuck with somebody who got a uh, all American son." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. got college scouts all over. All the over, man. You buy some school. It's Christmas coming up. I man. swear, I saw Jerry Jones in town last week. Yeah. This boy just a senior. He a junior. He rises. I saw. I saw Jerry Jones play, man. Right there, Greg County. That boy finna be sixteen. <laughs> he need a car. Yeah. <laughs> he need a car. Let's go to the car line. That boy needs to be driving. Yeah, that's my soul. You know, that ain't around. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm raising them up. I'm raising them up. Yeah, I'm raising them up. Yeah, that's it. He's about to do it. Wise investments. Hey, this is wise investments. They ain't always got to be, you know, cash. They no. can always be something that you can touch now, but you can invest in people. And, you know, it ain't a great return on investment, but when it does, 
Can you imagine the dude that told um uh what's his what's his name? Bill Gates. He was doing a great job on this coding of this software early on. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna let you use the spot a little bit longer mm. tonight. You know, keep lights. So, hey, here's the key. Mm. Just uh, turn the lights out when you're done, and uh, leave the key over there around the corner under the rock over there. Can you imagine the individual that did that for Bill Gates? How his life is, or he's a, a generous dude. You know, they giving all their money away to charity. They ain't giving no family. Even all their money away to charity. Not even his children. Not even his children. <laughs> oh, you know that, right? Yeah. 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 Bill yeah. and Melinda Gates, they giving this shit away. He said, I don't, you're going to have to work for this shit, boy. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I like that kind of stuff. So, I don't know why we can't do it. I don't know what these folks be doing. Man, we, we got to do it. Like I say, like, like from what I see, you know, we had to... We had the whole, we ain't been out of slavery, but less than a hundred years. Right. That's a hundred years. So, from that time, well, uh, we ain't been hanging from trees less than a hundred years. So, from that time, we were able to get our own, you know, to fight, to have equality, to drink the white folks' water, to accepting their jobs, giving them everything we had. And then we came along. We began to be born. And, and I, I believe, I really truly believe it's our generation of men that's going to get it back. That's going to be the one. Like, we are, we are them uncles right now, man. It ain't, and we all know some people that that's, that's not that. But right. we are those old wise uncles, man, that the, that the youth are going to be able to look up to and, and see an example of how to move, you know what I'm saying? Right. And and be able to come receive counsel. And I'm saying that very humbly because, like we just got through stating, I'm looking for counsel. I'm looking for the wise elder that can pull my coat and say, come here, youngster. Um, Me too. Let's, you know, I'm, I'm about to sell this. I'm going to tell you. You need to find two or three people with some shit and y'all come by. Go ahead. Right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Man, we can create it ourselves, though, man. It's, it's, I mean, I really truly believe we're all one idea away from our ultimate potential. Uh, and you just can't waste your ideas either. You might be able to waste money, but you cannot afford to waste a good idea. You can't tell everybody about your plan. You can't do it. You got to keep it to yourself. I, I tell people all the time, I say, man, there's nothing positive about what's in the atmosphere around us. If you are blind to the fact that we live in a hostile environment and there's a reason for that, that's a problem in your own back. But if you start telling, even if you just start saying it out loud by yourself into this atmosphere, that energy is going to get to somebody and they're going to do their best to either block, steal, or tackle your plan. They're going to pray to their God that shit don't work. There's some people that really got that hey, They're going to get in the way. In their heart. They're going to get in the way. When I cut my nose off to spite your face. Yeah. Dang. That's, that's what they'll do. That's cold. That's what they do. And so you just got to keep it to yourself. Indeed. You got to work the plan. Yeah. You got to. We was talking about this earlier. You got to. Maybe you invest in something. Maybe you, you start up a. What's the. What's the. Um. What's that stuff they got that these folks can pay a little money for and they get it? Paparazzi jewelry. You know, they sell this jewelry for like $5 or $10 or something like that, but they make half of the money they sell. What if you just, you're good at sales, you start with that. It's like a $250 vest. I don't know how much it is. You see what I'm saying? And you make your little bread and then you start getting to the point. But if your plan ain't to do that, your plan is to do this. You you just tell folks right now you selling paparazzi jewelry right. or whatever it is. You get a, a car wash, a mobile car wash business. Right. Make some money. Right. Make you make you a stack up you know, 25, 30 grand because you gotta invest in this equipment that you're gonna need. Right. It's uh you gotta drive trucks a little while. Thanks. Right? Right. 
I got to take this little old gig, you know. I got to do what uh, I got to do. Take this little old gig. I got two gigs right now. That's why you don't see me on the block right now. I'm trying to, you know, stack this bread right quick. And, and actually plan some shit out. Yeah. Put it down it's, on paper. Whatever you can plan. I hope the plans change for you because they're going to always change. I hope your plans change too, your goals. Because you got to have the, the your goals got to be changeable. Once you reach one goal, you can't still have that same goal. So goals are evolving. Yeah. Right? And, uh, it, it, man, look, everybody can do it. That's the thing, man. Ain't nobody exempt. We all got I don't care if you make, if you make seven twenty five an hour and you struggling, man. You know you wasting money on something, <laughs> and so you gotta start figuring it out, man. Because you ain't gonna, ain't nobody gonna hand it to you. Nah, ain't no, ain't no sweet coming in the end to save you. No, no ride off in the night. It's on you. Yeah, well, as a man, you as a man, you know. Even if I hit the lottery, it was meant to be. It was on you. It was on you. If I go over there to Shreveport and drop a hundred on green and hit a million double zero, it's on you. That was your hundred dollars that you had to take the chance of to to take out of whatever you was gonna use it for and use it towards this, and it worked out. But if I hit. You got what I was saying that too is what you was talking about planning. I'm like sometimes you gotta take risks. Got to. You can't plan everything got out too, man. If something happens and it shakes back, you gotta be ready. How many people are ready today, though? Not it, many. It, it really, I mean, really, like you ready to take a risk to put to believe in yourself to go put in the same hard work that you put in at a corporation or anything for yourself. I bet, own. You, I bet you less than uh, a tenth of a percent. That ain't what they don't And do. I tell you, because what's one percent of, what's it, seven billion? Is that like 700,000? Yeah. Is one percent 700,000 yeah. or is it 70,000? It's not 000? 70. No, it's got to be more than seven of a billion. Seven billion. And seven then, billion. Then you got 700 Millions is stepped in right. seventy, and then you got seventy. Seventy is a hundred. Yeah, seventy. Uh, seven hundred thousand. Seventy million. Yeah, seventy million. And then you got seven hundred. Okay. No, seventy million. Seventy million. Seven million. What a mass seven million. Seven. Yeah, seven billion. And then seven hundred million, hundred million, seventy million, seventy million, seven million, seven million, seven hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand. So which one of them is a tenth of a percent? It might be seven hundred thousand. It might be seventy because we only went seven hundred thousand. That's three dead, three places. We only went there. Yeah, I think that's all it is. Is three places. Right. So yeah. That you trying to tell me it's that many people doing it the best way on this planet? If there's seven yeah. billion people on the planet, yeah, do you think one yeah. percent is doing it? One percent run this motherfucker. Yeah, they say that, but you know good and well it ain't that one percent. It's probably a tenth of that one percent. Okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's real. That's what, real. what is it? They was talking about like these top five richest people have over half of the money on the planet. Jeff Bezos and these other folks. That Jeff Bezos thing is over 100 and something, 130 billion dollars in one man's hands. And like number seven on the list or nine on the list is his ex-wife. I was just about to get to that point right there. What did she do? <laughs> she married into the dick. <laughs> Ex-wife. Hey, man. He had to leave her with like 30 billion. For what? For marrying into the D. Hey, she was, hey, but she was part of it before he got big. Got to feel it. You got to feel it, man. She invested. feel it. Yeah, stay down. Hey, down, all three of us, you got somebody down in your life? I'm blessing the game, baby. I'm blessing the game. I'm blessing the game. Down in your life. I'm blessing the game. All you got to do is help us shake it. Shake it, roll. Die! 
Check rope. You got it. Let's Why? get it. Because you, because you did what you did. Six eights. Trey Fogg. Out the game. Trey Fogg. Trey Fogg. You ever hit Trey Fogg four times in a row? Man, I ain't be ain't a big dice shooter, but you know I done had my little run before. Yeah. I done amazed myself. I yeah. amazed myself. Just saying. Look, man, uh, we're gonna get out of here, man. But uh, I like getting out of here on a strong note, like we're doing right now, man. You know, cause they bring us, cause like we really damn near come back and 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 go in a little bit on this some more, man. We didn't really get a lot into the relationship situationship part as much. Cause we were talking real life, shop talking, really trying to, you know what I'm saying, be in a position as a man to be in a relationship. You got to have your, you really got to have yourself together. Right. You really got to have you together to come into a relationship to get a woman in order for her to halfway listen to what the fuck you saying. You got to have your shit together, man, because yeah. nine times out of ten, her shit together. Yeah. It may not be. All such and such, Perfect. but her shit is together. And so, if you're not gonna be able to come in and add on, uh, intellectually, spiritually, financially, man, multiply. If you can't do that, then you don't even really need to try to be serious about coming to a woman. You know what I'm saying? Just find you somebody that's just been just hitting and stay over there. Yeah, multiply, man. That's your whole purpose with a woman is to multiply, not only with children. Right? You multiply those things when you had children, but you know, bread, I'm about to multiply. Go ahead. If you can't do that, then you really need to just work on self. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or find somebody that you can work as a unit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can have the type of understanding instead of uh, being all over the place. Like you say, spreading your seed over here and ain't nobody taking you serious. That's why the man, I ain't going to say that's why completely, but that's one of the reasons why, you know what I'm saying, a motherfucking woman will look at you like, okay, you, you bullshit because you all over the place with it. You know what I'm saying? Once you focus on the shit you're trying to do, you know what I'm saying, and you can show and prove right, right. that, you know, this is what I'm about. I told you this is what I'm about. Six months down the line, motherfucker say, damn, that motherfucker doing exactly what he said he was going to do. I fuck with that. But if you ain't doing that, then motherfucker will always look at you like, you know, a bullshit ass dude, you know. But we're going to get back off into that. We're going to talk about relationships, situationships, investments, you know, everything that it takes, man, to us to become whole again. Because we whole beings, man. We actually are. We just got to get back to it. Uh, real quick. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be right here. We're supposed to have the DJ Juice coming in for an interview from The Blaze. He will be here tomorrow at 4 o'clock from 4 to 5. We're going to have an interview. And from 5 to 5.30, we got a pants giveaway. Young boys, size 29 to 36, from 5 to 5.30. You have to be here to get these pants. We're going to yeah. give away over 20, 20 pants, pants yeah. bro. 20, I think he got 20. We're going to give away over 20 because we're going to buy some pants. So Juice is coming to bring some pants interview. Yeah, that's going to be tomorrow, man. man. Uh, I hope somebody, man, was able to receive something out of this message because I did. And I always look forward to fellowshipping with my guys, man. Hey, man. It's your boy CA, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Subscribe, share, comment, you know. Keep it all in the network. Come back again. We'll be right back in here tomorrow. Facts. You got some important words? Man, the Gumbo Talk Show on Facebook. Talk about it. Thursdays at 8. Next two shows are set. We're going to have a good one this Thursday, but check it out next Thursday when we we end the year on 2020 Vision. Hey. Y'all going to talk about 2020 Vision. 2020 Hey, man, I'm saying this right now, man. 2020, man, Gumbo Talk going to be right here, man. Y'all yeah. get ready for that Breaking Gumbo news. Talk, man. I'm it's talking about you how live. many years you been doing that? Coming to you live from Damn, associated with the press box. What yeah. is that? Well, next year will be five. Five years running. Hey, if Gumbo you're on Blog talk. talk, be sure to go look at Gumbo Talk. Facebook, 
We should have lifted that up, man, because that's like I say, that what make us be like, say, bro, we got to stay consistent, man. We stay can't consistent. let up at all. So I look forward to, uh, you know what I'm saying, 2020, man, because yeah. it's going to be the year, man, 2020 vision. I'm so rocking with that. Shit. I'm rocking with that, man. So we got the shit. So, hey, man, I guess we're going to get out of here. You know, man. we got this thing on up. Man, y'all be good, good, man. Kiss the babies. Tuck them in. Put them kids to sleep. God damn it. Kids, yeah, put them on the bed. Me and your mama, we got to yeah. talk about some shit. Yeah. Okay? Hey, right. Y'all go mama, that man outside. Mama, he is again. <laughs> hey, we got to hear y'all, man. Y'all Peace. Peace. Yeah. Mama, that man.